Hey, it's another week. It's another Man Fuse podcast. Today we are going to talk about why men take a long time to shit. Why is that? We're going to get into it. And then we're going to address an email from a listener in the UK who was wanting some advice about his 25-year-old girlfriend. Nice. Who said some really mean. Mean. Mean, Ben. Yeah. Shit to him. I don't know if you could ever get past it, and we will address it. I am Kay Lee, audio producer, voice artist, sitting here with my co-host, as always, Ben H., real estate mogul, crooner. Boom, with the red Oakley lenses. It's like 1950s meets 1990s meets... I, I have some Pradas like that that have those lenses, and it's because I scratched the original ones Pradas. that I had to buy... Some replacement lenses. Prada sunglasses used to be just in awesome. Yeah, even Gucci sunglasses. I used to have some pimp ass Gucci's. Remember like that dude star. you met that one time that bought you a Gucci watch? That was a good. It was story. like a five thousand dollar Gucci watch, and I... you were like, "Dude, you are not gonna believe. Wait till you see this watch." And dude, that was at a time in our lives when. $5,000. I mean, we weren't balling. Or no. Nothing. I mean, no, not at all. And I'm not saying five grand's not a lot of money. It's still a lot of money. But it was a lot more at that point. Let's back it up. Let's back it up. Who was this guy? I was working at, I was in between careers, kind of. Uh, I think you and I had kind of just stopped doing real estate because in 07, 08, we were working on some big deals yeah. together, some apart, but some together. Yeah. And the bank stopped handing out money. And so that put a lot of deals gone. I think you got out of real estate shortly after. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm bored. Uh, I was like, you know, chasing these deals. I was kind of defeated. I was working at the W Hotel yeah. as a welcome ambassador. Yes. Now, as a welcome ambassador, I had the hustle yeah, you of valeting cars, oh, which was all, it. and I ran a super hustle on the valet. You even got me a job there. I did, remember, for a and then bit. I got my brother a job there. You did, right? Oh yeah. shit! Okay, so yeah. I had the, we had the whole crew. The working whole crew there. was running valet at the W. Right, but not only were you a valet, but you also were a bellhop, and That's you right. also got to play concierge. Now, uh -huh. when it came to concierge, people would ask you to get them a limo, maybe get them some weed, right. maybe get them whatever they needed. Exactly, and I'm a hustler. Yeah, and so, so I you had would get them side hustles going left and right. I mean, I'm not going to say I did anything majorly illegal. I might have walked a gray line. You might have been in the gray space. You were helping guests, you know, find what they needed. The W's motto, yeah, was whatever, whatever, whenever, whenever. And I yes. ensured you that embodied that, it. I embodied that motto. There was a young Indian guy that would come up from Alabama, and when he came up, this dude, his last name was Patel. Interesting. And when he came up, he would throw money around like water. Get me a limo. It was get crazy. Him a limo. He's just blowing money like I've never seen. I think what I found out later on, he, he passed away, sadly. I, I think heard, he like from drugs or yeah, something, I think he right? OD'd. He OD'd? Right. Because um, the guy was just going balls to the wall, like on everything, strip clubs, money, limos, everywhere, limos, jewelry. And he um, probably a little, you know, Atlanta snow. Oh, yeah. He was a he was a he was a snowblower <laughs> on the Buckhead ski team. Yeah, he was. <laughs> 
He was going down those powdery slopes. <laughs> this guy was the captain of the yeah, ski team. He was. So on one of his visits, we had a um, like a Lincoln Navigator that we would shuttle because this particular W Hotel was like right across from a very high-end mall. So if a guest wanted to be shuttled over to the mall or a restaurant close, I'd make that happen. Which yeah. is you'd take them. Yeah, hell you yeah. You were the guy. Well, if taking if, them where they needed to go, getting the tip, picking them up. Right. Well, and and that was the thing, if you got a hold of the customer first, yeah. and you were like, "Listen, anything you need, right. you I'm come to me." So therefore, they're skipping the official concierge. Yeah. I'm making them reservations. I'm getting yes. kickbacks. I'm getting limo kickbacks. Boom. I'm getting car share kickbacks. This is before Uber. Comes down and he's like, my glasses broke. Bifocals or whatever. Right. And he's like, I need to get to the mall. He needed to go to a mall further away, which was technically out of my jurisdiction for driving. However... Whatever, whenever. whenever. So I bring him. It's like the Rodeo Drive of malls. Was it Phipps? It was Phipps yeah. Plaza. Yeah. All Baller. the high-end stores, Versace, yes. Gucci, I mean, you name it. All the high-end stores are Have there. They're flagship stores, like, there. Yes. You're going to spend some damn money. So he needs to go to Lens Crafters. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, they keep a Rolls Royce in the big atrium area. Correct. This isn't the first time I've taken care of this guy i've gotten him stretch limos before i've actually been out with him in some of the maybe limos to the strip club maybe uh, we go to a strip club but we went to the lobster bar which is like a secret oh, nice. and i yeah. mean this dude dropped a ton of money the other concierge i'm like hey i'm gonna bolt out for a minute cover me throw him 30 bucks so he can cover my back i'm right. shuttling guests they don't know i drive down to phipps take him we go in he gets stuff taken care of we're walking out and i'm kind of standing there like in front of the gucci store and he's like let's go in and i'm like cool all right let's go in and we're just kind of looking around and i go over to the glass case and i look and i'm like oh that's a pretty badass watch and i don't know if i was like secretly hoping he was gonna like yeah. buy me something yeah. but to the person behind the counter he's like hey can you pull out that watch right there and he's like try it on and i'm like really okay try it on i'm like it's even more beautiful than you thought yeah, I mean, I have regrets, though, dude, because the Rolex store was right across oh, the street. You, yeah. And if you don't know anything about watches, yeah, you can spend five grand on a Gucci watch, but it is not going to hold its value. Like, when you walk out the store, that thing's cut in half. Easily, that, man. Easily. It's just a piece of metal. Right. But if you have a Rolex, I mean, and I don't even find a lot of Rolexes that attractive in my personal taste. Well, they're simple, but elegant. But it's a quality. It is a quality, and they have such a brand recognition. Oh, it's crazy. So you, 10 years down the road, could sell a Rolex and get close to the amount you paid for it, if not more, depending on how well it's Are you it's aware been. of what's going on in the Rolex market right now? No, I'm not, Ben. Okay, so I'll give you an example. Um, in the sport watches, like the Submariner and the GMT and the Daytona, let's say MSRP on a black Submariner. Is like eighty five hundred bucks. Okay, but you can't get one. Why? They don't have chips in. They it. all get bought up from the authorized dealers, and guess how much they are on the secondary market? Twenty k. Why? If you could get Submariner GMT, if you can get a jewelry store, an authorized real, I will buy it on the spot, and I'll split the profit with you if you can find one. Any kind of Rolex sport watch. Matter of fact, 
any brand new Rolex watch right now, MSRP, dude, you can make money immediately. If you can get a Rolex from an authorized dealer, you can immediately sell it and make cash. So they're being bought up. Even the old ones have doubled in value. I've got an older, like, Submariner with the blue, right? And, dude, probably a year ago, it was worth eight grand. It's worth 18 grand now. Fuck. Why? They don't have chips in them. The green one, it's called the Hulk. Bro, MSRP on this thing's $8,500, right? The Hulk. I was complaining about it when it was 10,000, 10,500, 11,000. It's 30 grand now. Why? Supply and demand, dude. They are in such high demand. You cannot find them at authorized dealers. They all get bought and resold in the secondary market. It's unbelievable. So no authorized dealers have any They get them. They have lists of people who are like VIPs who will come in and buy. It's like the Nike shoes. Hundred grand, but you can't even wait in line for these things. They're out. They're gone as soon as they get a report of what they're receiving from Rolex, and they call their list of people. Everything is sold before they even get to the store, dude. So you're saying I need a connection to get at M- Brown and Company at Mayors, dude. Any kind of jeweler connection, you. But they have to be an authorized dealer of Rolex, otherwise it's just secondary market. So you're saying you can't go into Mayors and buy a sports Rolex? No, there's no way. Let me put it to you this way. I have a client, okay, who I went with to Buckhead. I remember this. So uh, about a, couple, a month ago yeah, in right. his Bentley. Right. Okay. And he bought $100,000 worth of Rolexes from a an aftermarket dealer, not an authorized dealer, from an aftermarket. These were aftermarket watches. And were they used? Yeah. Okay. Used Rolex. He spent $96,000. How many did he get? Cash. Six. He got six Rolex. And he paid cash. Paid cash. Did he have a briefcase? Yes. He said the cash has been sitting in the safe. He said with inflation, the cash is actually worth less than it was two years ago. If I had had Rolexes, it'd be worth double or triple. He said, so I'm just going to get something that I can, you know, wear whenever I want to wear them. And, and he got, you know, six beautiful watches. Any diamonds in any of them? No. Those are actually worth less. Why? Supply and demand, dude. People don't want them. People don't want the diamonds. Really? Actually, the stainless steel watches. The stainless steel, it's called the Panda Daytona. Daytona, it's it's got a white back with, like, black dials on the sub watches. It's got, like, second and minute and so forth for the timing. Anyway, the Panda, MSRP, $12,500. I think it's 43000 44000 right now. Are you looking it up? Dude, that's nuts. It's I, crazy. Stainless steel watches are actually worth more. Like Patek Philippe, Rolex, and there are others. Rolex probably makes, I think they make like a million watches a year. Right. Patek Philippe has never made a million watches in its entirety. It hasn't made a million timepieces yet. Because he's exclusive. And they've been around since the 1800s. Those things, dude, you can't even find them. If you can, I mean, they're double. I mean, you're talking 100K? Yeah, well, that's the MSRP. It'd be 200K. And I think they're ugly watches, too. Like, I don't even find them, like, attractive. I need to get a hookup on that secondary market. But getting back to my story. If you do, I'll split the profit with you. Okay, I'm going to hunt it down. Or if I decide to keep the watch, I'll pay you whatever the half the profit would have been. Okay. Back to the story. You walked out with a five, was it five grand? It was like 55. So $6,000 diamond. Gucci watch. Gucci watch. Bling, bling. Dude, at that moment in time, what did he say? He just said, we'll take it or what? Yeah, he was like, well, he's like, I had it on my wrist and, and I took it off. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's beautiful. And I handed it back. And he goes, we'll take it. Dang. And I was like, 
looking at him like, looking at her. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at her. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, did that just have, like, is that, and then, I'm not buying it. And then he gave her a credit card. Swiped it. Swiped, cleared, and I fucking, dude, when I went back. Did you give him a hug? Fuck yeah. I was like, dude, I don't know what to say. Um, Thank you. Uh, Do you want to reach around? Like, I don't know. Like, Gay for pay? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, bet the ride back from Phipps Mall was awkward. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there like. <laughs> You're like, yeah. He's like, watch the road. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there staring at my wrist. And dude, when I got back, I ran up to my coworkers. And I was like, dude, you'll never believe what just happened. It's like the ultimate tip, dude. Dude, it was. The ultimate tip. I mean, dude, I don't know anybody else working as a bellhop at a fucking hotel. No. That walks away. Stuff like that only happens to strippers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, people that are sucking cock for money. (laughs) Right. I mean, like, oh... That was some good head. Here's a press. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah, right. I ain't your Huckleberry. Oh, my god! But, gosh. dude, what a great story. Thank you for reminding me. It was an amazing story. It is story. sad to say that he did pass away. Um, he did OD. Uh, I found out years later um, when I stopped working there, because I ended up getting fired from the W Hotel eventually. I had many, many close calls where they had suspected of my... Side hustle, side hustles, <laughs> and uh, don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah, I mean, because dude, you pull up in your Maybach, right? You don't want to be parked with the rest of the cars, nope. But I will put you right up in the VVVIP, triple VIP. People give me a hundred dollar bill, boom, boom. You think Darn. I gave it to the hotel? Nope, fuck no, in my pocket. That's right, and that's how you hustle. That's how you yeah. hustle. You know, it's twenty dollar spot. You get a hundred, you give them twenty, you take the eighty. I didn't give them anything. You didn't give me anything. No, I just you put just it in said, my fucking yeah. pocket. Because if they asked me, I said, I don't charge those people. Because I didn't give them a price. Right. It was a tip. It was a tip. The way so you, you word lying. it. Right. The way you word it, just take care of me. Yeah. And I'll put you right there. I'll leave Boom. you right up front. Boom. I got your keys. Oh, you want your keys? You can hold your keys, too. Because, um, you know, if it's a basketball player and a fucking $350,000 my over my keys, dude. Yeah, some people... Want to hold their keys. And some people want to park it themselves. Yeah. Go for it. That's less work for me. But all the better. that spot is worth money. Yeah, because absolutely it is. So that was an awesome moment. Um, thank you, Ben. I totally forgot about that. I ended up selling that watch eventually. What'd you get for it? Like 800 bucks. Was it before or after you learned of his death that you sold the watch? It was after. I just felt, I don't know. I just felt... Did his death diminish the watch for you? I mean, I I kind of felt a little sleazy. It had like a G on it, didn't it? For Gucci. Yeah. Yeah. It's the house of Gucci. Five grand. 5,500. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. All right. I need an answer to an age-old question, an observation. These moments in my own life, but yes. um, Reddit brought it back to my attention. Yeah. Why is it... That men take so long to take a shit. I mean, if you think about it, you think about your, your family. Yeah, I guess. I mean, my wife is always like, oh, where's your dad? Talking to my kids. Yeah. He's in the bathroom. He's going to be in there an hour. Yeah. Why am I in there an hour? Well, if I had to answer honestly with three kids, four dogs, because yeah. that's one of the only places I get solitude. To sit down and just have a break. Right. Now, these days, I mean... 
if I brought my phone in there, mm-hmm. um, you know, back you might in the be on day, the scroll on yeah, the reel, yeah, right? I might be looking at some Facebook, Mark, you know, whatever, running TikTok, yeah, whatever, watching some booties bouncing on TikTok. Booty talk. <laughs> Back in the day before phones, you think about your grandparents, maybe. I don't know if that happened in your family where grandpa yeah. would disappear with a newspaper, newspaper and he'd be in there yeah. for the 45 minutes. Newspaper's the old school, yes. Yeah, the old school TikTok, bro. You just get locked in. Right. So, I mean, maybe that's not the answer for everyone, but it's almost an escape. It's a place where I can be sort of left alone. I like to sit there till my legs go numb. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know. Old poop legs. <laughs> that's old duty leg. <laughs> <laughs> Old doo-doo. Like, now, Ben, do you sit in there longer than your wife does? Definitely. You have a Toto toilet. Yes. Which is a whole nother realm oh. of life. <laughs> Put that oh. fucker on oscillate yeah, and clean exactly. my butthole. Yeah. Right? It's amazing. But um, Full service. Full service. Full service. Heated all the seats. Way. Heated seats. Tell, tell me about it. because Well, it's a situation where, as a man... You may experience that, you know, you're sitting there, you're trying to clean yourself, and it just takes forever. I mean, let's be honest. You're taking a dry piece of paper. I, let, let's just let's just make this example. Go outside and wipe mud on your arm. Right. Now, take a dry paper towel and try to wipe it off. Adam Carolla said nobody likes the idea of trying to get peanut butter out of a shag carpet. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great example. I'm wiping an endless brown crayon. Endless. Endless. You just sit there, whole fucking roll of toilet paper, whereas Uh, for a price... You can get a beautiful Japanese Toto toilet, which is the one I recommend. Right, it's the one you have. It's the one I have. Whose toilet and- did you sit on before deciding? Because did you ever sit on one? Yes. Before you bought yours? Absolutely, yes. Were you at a friend's house who had one? I, yeah, yeah, I've had friends' houses, multiple okay. friends who have them. And- he associates well, with no, the very no, posh no. people. No, no, some people don't even have the high-end ones. They just have, like, the toilet... <laughs> Yeah, the one you get at like Home Depot for 89 bucks. It's you like know? the geriatric version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the old fuck that sits on that thing? Meanwhile, yeah. while I'm at my house, I don't have even that. And I'm sitting on a toilet seat yeah. that is way too small oh, for my ass. So I end up shitting You're on, on the, a little kid toilet. I end up shitting on the seat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> gross. Oh, it's so gross. But yeah, dude. I oh, mean, you ever have one of those? Yeah, of course. Everyone has. But you know, at the end of the day, man, you press the button and you know, um the the spraying commences. And they've got this thing dialed in. I mean, you know, I guess, I guess we're all very similar. Because it knows my spots. I just ordered this thing, and out of the box, it, it hits dead center. Really? Yeah, it's very accurate. You can adjust it however you like it. And, you know, you sit there for a couple minutes after you're done, and I'm talking clean you have the toilet clean. paper. You don't even use toilet paper. No, you just dry. dry off. That's it. <laughs> Clean. Like you could eat off of it. Well, <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> you couldn't, but someone else could.
<laughs> Thank you, Ben. Damn, I was hoping I would get an invite. <laughs> oh my God, uh, the carpet muncher. Oh my God. Um, that, you only you have one kid. Yes. So your house is chaotic at times. Even one child can cause uh, a bit of chaos. Um, and well, noise. we all have our moments, but I'm sure with three, it's a lot more chaotic. Well, those moments can be yes, multiplied. Or triggered, like one to the other to the other. And depending on just what kind of mood they're in that day, it could just be there's no peace and no tranquility Daunting. here. Right. By the end of the night, it's a, it's like the most stressful time of the day. So when you go in there, is it a time for you to get away? It's a time to get away. It's a time where you can just sit there and think. With a freaking smartphone, dude, I mean, it's a journey. I mean, you can do anything. You can listen to a podcast. You can buy something on freaking Amazon. Podcast. You can do so much right. in, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. You can catch up on a bunch of work. You can catch you might, up. Yeah, you might be checking emails. You might be answering a work call. Right. You might be swiping right. You might be swiping left. You never know. Never know. But one thing you're not doing you're not dealing with whatever it is that's on the other side of that door. Right. Exactly. That little closet. Right. That little stinky closet <laughs> is your repose. Yes. It from is, the world. It is. And I thought about that because if I was going to start phase one of the 75 hard, you have to um, take time to unplug. Yes. Uh, is it meditation? Is that what 10 minutes of dedicated visualization. What better place to visualize than on the shitter? Well, in the shower is a good place too. But the crapper. Yeah. A lot of people do it there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's why. So, ladies, just because you shit all quick and get out of there in like no time, that's don't... their train. Are they trained to do that, do you think? Are women trained to just like be like a ghost in the night when it comes to dropping turds? Well, would you really? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. <laughs> from okay, that's and that's great. A girl told me one time, little angels come and visit us in the night and take it away in beautiful baggies. Yeah, that's right. If you had to choose, would you want your wife disappearing for forty-five minutes, whatever, and then coming out of that bathroom like, and it was just a thing going, woo. That was a real hair puller. No. <laughs> no. I don't I like even it like the way it is. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't really want to picture my wife dropping like a monster fucking dookie. God. Like that's just awful. Like I mean, why? Like why is that such a double standard? Because it grosses me out, and I don't want to think of my wife in there giving birth to some <laughs> snake turd. All of a sudden, you hear. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well it's interesting because like yeah bodily sounds and stuff like that in general is like embarrassing but for a female it's like at least 100x i guess it just depends on your guy i'd rather believe you never you never poop or fart i'm not one of those dudes that's like constantly shitting on my wife Gross. like i i normally don't like if i'm in bed I normally will excuse myself if I've got to let something go versus hold her under the covers for a Dutch oh oven. I just don't do that. There are some dudes that will. I definitely don't want my wife <laughs> right next to me. I'd be fucking on gross. your leg. Or I'd be gross the fuck out. Really? Be, you wouldn't be? Like, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it doesn't happen in your house that often. It just doesn't, you know, yeah. I don't think about it. Well, right, because it probably doesn't happen. Yeah. She's not just walking by you going, no. 
<laughs> lifting her leg and taking a shit on your fucking ass. So, ladies, uh, if you want to know why your husband disappears, because he wants to take a break from everything that's going on in the chaotic home. Have you ever just tried to sit down and see what happens? Like how long it'll take for somebody to tell you to do something? Oh, my God. Just like in the middle of the night, just, just go to the couch and just kind of prop yourself up. and Oh, dude, three seconds and someone will ask me to do something. Three seconds. Oh, my God. Five seconds. I mean, my kids, Dad, can you get me this? Dad, can you get me a water cup? I mean, Dad, can you open this? I mean, and dude, it is nonstop. And non-stop. that's for the two that can speak. The little one is just now learning to speak. She's pointing at shit going, yeah. eh. Like, I kind of know what you want. How does it make you feel to have this level of fatherly responsibility? It's draining. wouldn't trade it for the world. I love my kids, but it is exhausting. While I would be like, I just want to be left alone for a minute. Once they do leave and I'm sitting here by myself, oh my God, it's too quiet. I know. Like, where is everybody? And if I had a Toto toilet, I don't think I'd ever come out of there. Yeah, you might not. I'd be fucking... I'd be slathering cake all over my ass just so it could clean me off. On the other side of thing, you know, a Toto toilet or some or something like that, even if it's just an attachment, which I understand Kohler makes a good attachment. Anyways, <laughs> um, you know, it could make the whole process a lot faster. Oh yeah. And a lot more enjoyable. Oh, okay. I'm gonna do that. That's yeah. We you need to get a, in and out of there a lot faster. You know what? I need a Toto endorsement. So if you want yeah. to make someone's butthole happy. I'll endorse you, Toto. Yeah. So, you know, come they do. with me. They I make will, lots of people. I will give you a commercial you've never heard before. <laughs> you Toto. can do like food porn. <laughs> Toto, your ass won't be cleaner. Something like that. It's the truth. Okay, so Ben, we got to help this listener out, all right? Okay. Um, and if, to any of our listeners throughout the globe, if you need any advice, if you have something going on in your life, drama, you just want to vent. Hit us up. Go to manfused.com. That is fused with a Z. Or you can go to the manfusedpodcast.com. Just email us your um, your topic, and we can address it on air. Also, you can pay for an honorable mention, and we will give you a shout-out. We'll say anything you want in one sentence. That's right. So here is from our listener, and this kind of— We appreciate the question. Yes, This guy says, hey, Kay Lee and Ben H. I am a 27-year-old man from the UK. Mm. I love the podcast and was hoping for a little advice. We're going to call him Damien. That's what he said. He said he's been dating this girl for about eight months. Right. Things were really heavy at first, but recently Mm. it hasn't gone completely cold, but it's starting to fizzle. You know, that honeymoon phase. Yes. Might be starting to dwindle. Go, yeah, dwindle a little. They're starting to get, they had a couple arguments. Because the first few months, if it's not completely psychotic, like a right. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard situation, you know, you have that honeymoon phase where like, oh, we get along so good. We've never had one disagreement. Not one fight. And then something happens and that just changes the dynamic. You see that person react and respond a certain yes. way, which you might have never seen before. It's a window into the future. It's a view into what's coming next. It's true. So in a conversation the other day, her ex was brought up. <laughs> what's so funny, Ben? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what? What is so funny? Oh, uh, nothing. What, what's so funny, man? I just man? think that's funny. Our listener is. <laughs> <laughs> what? You've never had a conversation with your your now wife, and she brought up an ex that you uh, know because you talk about previous what, relationships. What, <laughs> what, what was this? What was this conversation relative to? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he didn't say. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to be able to finish this now because you've started giggling before <laughs> I even said anything. If I was our listener, I would have just stopped listening by now. Damien, I'm not sure you're going to want to hear uh, the rest of our advice. Uh, sorry, Damien. <laughs> or our reaction. <laughs> no, it's fine. To I when Ben needed, H. I had to gets, get prepared. When ben, <laughs> when ben H. gets the remaining details <laughs> of what was said. Okay. <laughs> Poor Damien. <laughs> after, after eight long months. <laughs> I just can't. To find out. Oh, my God. Please don't ever email with me with anything this juicy ever again. <laughs> to find out that. Okay. So, listen. Uh, hold on. Let's, let me finish. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure how the conversation turned okay. about why they broke up, but I did hear her <laughs> mention <laughs> that she couldn't stop having sex with him when they were together. Oh, yeah. And that. She doesn't have the same desires towards me. <laughs> Excuse me. She also mentioned. <laughs> so wait. Hold on. So, so Damien emailed us. And we're not laughing at you, Damien. We're, we're laughing like with you. Well, Damien, if, if we're I can. We're crying. If I can, if, if as I a matter can, of fact, we're crying. With you. <laughs> well, the Damien, difference between laughing and crying is so minute, Damien. Huh? But basically, hold on, Ben, I'm not yeah. done. She also mentioned that if she were hmm. ranking, <laughs> if she was ranking all the men, oh shit, she had been with, yeah, his dick was number one. The X. Okay. And there was no number two. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damien, get the hell out of there. He says, I don't know how to feel. I also <laughs> don't... <laughs> feel ashamed and leave. <laughs> I also don't think I could ever put that out of my mind. Nope, never. And any advice. <laughs> Run, get well, the hell out of there. It's Damien, over. He did go on to say that she prefers his sexual prowess more than her exes but i don't think that what that, does that matters. Mean? maybe he's a little kinkier oh maybe he's a little bit more adventurous okay but i don't think even with that compliment there's certain things that, that can't be unheard so do you think that this is a situation where it's um a size issue well, that's what it would tell me. <laughs> if his dick was number one and there was no number two, I would imagine. Maybe she likes him small. <laughs> yeah, you could ask her. To... I mean, theoretically, you but... know, girls do say that, you know, a certain 
level of big is too big. It just I guess it also depends on the woman because maybe some... Damien is just stacked up like a fucking kibasa. Yeah, like a horse. <laughs> you know, like a thoroughbred. Well, yeah. But and I, so I... she's just like, God, I wish I had that little dick back. Yeah, I just don't. From what the from the tone of his email, that's not to yeah. me how it was said. But let's take a look. At all joking aside. Why would anybody who cares about you, mm. regardless if it was true, right, ever tell you that? No. Even if they thought it. She needs to be left immediately. Yeah. An insult like that, knowing it's going to fuck with you, knowing you're not going to be able to get that out well, of your maybe, mind. But maybe she's just being honest. You know, I mean, maybe she's but, just being honest, like, hey, you know, I've been trying, like, it's eight months. I've been trying to do this thing with you. I can't get my mind off my ex. We just had sex like freaking high school kids, and it was awesome. And although you're a kinky motherfucker, it just isn't the same, dog. I'm sorry. I mean, it sounds to me like she's on the way out the door. Right. Or is it a situation where, like, hey, just wanted to let you know my ex was better than you in bed, but... Everything else is better. Thank you. Is that is that a way of her trying to get him to step up his game? But she likes his sexual prowess. Yeah. She prefers Damien over her ex in that way. I mean, dude, there's so many. I think, like you said on an earlier podcast, comparison is the thief of joy. And the problem here is that he now knows that she is comparing him to someone who's not there. A ghost. So basically, he's going to end up with a complex, which is what I think she wants. You think that's a way of taking control, like fucking with his mind? Because girl, some women, I'm not saying they can play mind games. Yeah. To me, if she's not gone and she's still trying to be with you. Well, and here, I don't know the okay. dynamic of the relationship. So I think that there's a common illusion just in general and something that guys don't really want to talk about or whatever. And the truth is, you're probably not the best that your woman has ever had. Maybe you are. And you're probably not her first choice either. Yeah, but you're pro yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, so let's be honest. We all have this fear that we know is true. <laughs> That would crush our egos. <laughs> but it's like that Chinese uh, proverb, imagine the Voss broken. So in other words, just assume it's true and deal with it and get past it. Who gives a shit? But for me, I don't assume that I'm the best sexual beast beast that my wife has ever had in her whole i mean we met by the time we were 30 who knows what happened between and and you know. and, and i could probably say that too because if you listen to last week's podcast about how i finished before my wife and left her in a <laughs> in a very yeah. discombobulated yeah. frustrated yeah. state which forced her to go on and buy right. toys which got shipped to my daughter's school by the way um interestingly enough yes so go listen to last week's podcast so yes I mean, I myself too am not, don't have this, oh, I'm the best, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm like Juan Pablo. Every time my wife sees me, she just. Casanova. Freaking, it's like a freaking water spigot. Yeah. Know? A geyser. Yeah. No, yeah. Probably not. So, what does Damien want to do? He wraps it up. He's like, guys, I don't know how to feel. I also don't think I could ever put that out of my mind. He said, any advice? I love her. Ah. Uh... 
I love her. Oh. This is where the control comes in. She's got Dang. you. It's probably the best pussy you ever had. Yeah. She's got you whooped, and yep. she told you. You're not the best she's ever had. He probably told her, he's like, he's probably, you're the best I've ever had. And she was like, the guy I was with last owns it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll oh never God. get it. So you're saying that if your wife, maybe it didn't come out of the blue. She didn't walk in and go, hi, honey. Oh, by the way. Yeah. You know, that's not how, like, the conversation. But, you know, you've probably heard about. At this point, I probably wouldn't give a shit, to be honest with you. I yeah, pro- I guess, Damien, when you get married and you've got, I mean, you know, I, I, you know we're so we're, we're so far down there. I mean, it, I'd be like, that's fantastic, honey. You know Good what? for you. That- you know <laughs> 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 I'd be like, you know, that, that's just let I'm me so watch. glad you had that experience. Yeah. <laughs> just let me watch my show. Good for you. But if we were eight months in, it would be different. It'd you know be what I mean? Devastating. It'd be devastating. <laughs> It'd yeah. be the final blow. Uh, right. I guess, Damien, when you're married, you've probably been insulted and, and received worse. <laughs> comments about you that that would be like oh she's being nice today good for you honey i'm, I'm so glad what are we having for dinner tonight honey? Yeah. that's amazing that's a, by the way i love that um, <laughs> anyway chicken or steak yeah. oh my god what a great response ben so damien i'm trying to put myself in your position run I mean, you really want to know? Run. If this girl loves you and you're eight months in, that means you're probably not engaged, but you're talking about it. Or you've considered it. If you you've love considered her. it, if you love her, maybe if she's, you guys have talked, you know, eight months is such a critical phase because it's like you can break it off at that point in time and go find someone else that doesn't make you feel that way. Right. Or you've got eight months invested. Mm. You know, and yeah, for some nothing. people, right. But for some, I mean, it's eight months. It's enough to know. Right. It's enough to know. And just like you said, I mean, you just got to decide whether or not you're going to live with that, man. Yeah. And I mean, at eight months, that eight to 12 month part, you probably like, oh, if you're living separately, you're like one's lease is I about mean, to be everybody up. Everybody knows that their significant <clears throat> other has had a sex life prior to them. So, yeah, Damien, I mean, honestly, I would run. I mean, because if she cared about you. She's going to come at you with that kind of thing. That's right. like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. I, I don't want to know what. That's knives, dude. What benefit? I don't want to know the other knives you got. What benefit? Exactly. Oh, that's What knives. benefit is that going to do to your self-esteem? Yeah. Your ego? Yeah. Your confidence in that relationship? You're going to enjoy sex now? Yeah. Yeah, Damien. I mean, and you know what? Maybe the truth is that's the way that she's just being honest. Well, goddamn it, lie to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be lied to. I I do believe there is a line of too much honesty in a relationship. Absolutely. When your wife goes, "How do I look in this?" and I've made this mistake before, you don't go, "Eh, not so good." Not as good as you did 6 months ago, honey. Right. You say, oh, yeah, yeah, baby, you look great. I'm fat. No, you're not, baby. Yeah, Damien, give us an update. You ask any one of your good friends, they're going to say, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Man Fuse Podcast, thanks for listening. Out.